What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Casual Big Ten Podcast. Today is Monday, January 22nd, 2024. My name is Kent Peterson. I am the host of this show. And on today's show, going to recap what happened this weekend in Big Ten basketball action. Give you guys some scores, a little bit of updated standings, and talk about a few other things that are taking place in the basketball world. Uh, before I do that, I do want to remind everybody, every Sunday night, I am on the Big Banters Big Ten Huddle with my boy JR. We do a live show every Sunday night where we dig into uh, you know the weekend's games a little bit more than I do on this show because uh, I like to keep it quick on this show. Get you in, get you out, talk some hoops, and then send you on your merry little way for the rest of your day and the rest of your week, if you will. Um, also, I do a show every Monday and Thursday for the remainder of the basketball season. I record them on Mondays and Thursdays, so you might not get to them until Wednesdays and Fridays, but that's okay. Like tonight, for example, I'm recording at 8 p.m., so this one's not going to go out until later. You might be listening to this on Wednesday or maybe even Thursday by the time this comes out. Who knows? Or Tuesday. No, it'd be Tuesdays and Fridays. That's probably when you're hearing them. I said Wednesdays and Fridays. I don't know why I said that. Um, lots of things going on. Uh, at Casual Big Ten is the Twitter account. I say this every episode. You can be involved in hashtag bet big with bet big Brad and B1G Wilson. I put out the lines, both the spread and the total for every Big Ten matchup. We pick them. We put out polls. I say we put out polls. I do it every single time by myself. I'm doing this all by myself, guys. Doing my best. Uh, I put out the polls in the morning. I give you guys a chance to vote on what you think will happen. As of right now, I want to make sure I got this right because the other night when I updated this, which was last night, I was watching the Lions game, and I was a little tipsy when I was doing the updates and I mixed up some stuff. So I think I got it corrected now. Bet Big Brad is still in first place, but just barely. He's 57 and 45. Twitter polls. You guys are in second place right now, 56 and 46, just behind Brad. I mean, you're one game back. Big chance to take the lead tomorrow for the Twitter polls. Um, I'm hot on your guys' tail, though. I went two and two yesterday, which means I am 54 and 48. Still a few games over 500, which is a little bit more than Wilson can say. He is in fourth place at 49 and 53. Once again, that's at Casual Big Ten on Twitter. You guys can vote every single day that there is Big Ten matchups. Like today, for example, this Monday, um, no matchups. No matchups today. So there was no polls. There was no picks to be done. But we'll be right back at it tomorrow with the three games, which we'll talk about in just a second. I want to talk about real quick. What happened this past weekend, though, first game I wanted to discuss was Illinois and Rutgers. Illinois won this game 86-63. to I just felt like, uh, just some quick notes on this game. Rutgers was very un overmatched, I should say. They were uh, unable, is what I was about to say, to keep up with Illinois. Uh, Terrence Shannon Jr.'s first game back, I read a very lengthy article about everything that's going on with him. And uh, I'm going to choose to keep my thoughts to myself, not because I'm not supporting him or because I am supporting him, uh, just because um, I think that <laughs> I just think that there's a lot more that is going to happen within the next month. I will say this. There's going there's a scheduled hearing 
on February 23rd, which is in a month from today, basically. And uh, we'll know a lot more before that date about what's actually going to happen in the case for Terrence Shannon Jr. But at this moment, he has been approved to continue to play basketball for the University of Illinois. And uh, all that stuff aside, I will say that I'm very happy to see him back. He is Illinois' best player. And uh, as he goes, so does Illinois most of the time. Now, without him, I thought that Illinois played really well. And uh, having them back, I think it was a good emotional boost for them against Rutgers, but he did not look good. He was very rusty, to say the least, especially at the beginning of the game. He kind of started getting warmed up in the second half and uh, came into his own a little bit. But uh, like I said, Rutgers just had no answer for this game. Um, just a completely different team than what we saw earlier this week with that overtime win against, uh, what was it, Nebraska? I think it was Nebraska. Uh, at home for Rutgers. So uh, Illinois keeps on fighting. They're looking really good. This looks like a potential Final Four team. Another team that had Final Four aspirations at the beginning of the year, I don't know if they still do, maybe they do, is Michigan State. They went to Maryland this weekend and got a massive road win. I tweeted out that we had boots on the ground at this game. That big Brad and B1G Wilson were at the game. Shout out to them for sending me the photo. Uh, great game to be at. This was... Um, as far as the storyline for this game, it looked like Maryland was kind of like what I was just saying Rutgers was, super outmatched at the beginning. Um, Michigan State looked like they had 70 people playing defense. Maryland just could not get to the basket at all. Michigan State's defense was absolutely suffocating in the first half. And then we saw a completely different Maryland team in the second half. They started getting to the basket. They started knocking down some of their threes, started pulling closer, even took the lead at one point. Uh, but in the end, Michigan State was able to get the win 61-59, to and really it came down to the step-back three-pointer that Tyson Walker hit with 45 seconds to go. Beautiful shot. Beautiful shot by Tyson Walker. That was kind of the dagger. Um, Maryland did score right after that and got close, but after the free throws, uh, Michigan State was able to deflect the ball out of bounds, and that's what ended the game. So tough loss for Maryland at home, right in front of Scott Van Pelt, too. You can't lose in front of him. Got to pick up a win in front of SVP. Um, but a nice win for Michigan State, and they just keep rolling. I think that this was a game that, uh, and it, at least for, I don't have to say I think because this is just my opinion. This was a massive game for Michigan State. I feel like if they would have dropped this game, their chances to make the NCAA tournament went downhill quickly. And if they win this game, their chances of getting even like a higher seed in the NCAA tournament went up dramatically just based off this one game right here in the middle of the season. It could have went either way. And, uh, you know, luckily for Michigan State fans, or, or I shouldn't say luckily because they won the game um, and they should have won the game. They were the better team, I thought, that day, and um, which was yesterday, by the way. I say that day like it was a long time ago. But I thought yesterday they were the best team of the two. And uh, they deserve to win this game, and uh, we're going to keep moving on and see what they do with the rest of their season. Great win, like I said, for Michigan State. Purdue, another team that I want to talk about. Uh, Purdue beat Iowa on the road at Carver Hawkeye. I always say that weird. Carver Hawkeye Arena, 84-70. to um, oh, Man, I hate to just keep saying the same stuff, but once again, Iowa just overmatched in this game. It was about nine minutes into the first half. Purdue got their first 
double-digit lead, I think maybe at the 10-minute mark, but at nine minutes, they were up by eight. And from that point forward, Purdue never let Iowa get any closer, it felt like. Now, I know they did get closer for a second within 10, but it just felt like every time Iowa hit a big shot, um, Purdue was right back in their face and they were hitting another shot. And most of those shots were, you know, dumping it down on the block to Edie and him just turning and scoring. They had no answer for him. Nobody big enough, nobody strong enough to guard Zach Eady. Uh, Iowa just completely outmatched down low. I will say, Tony Perkins, 24 points. You guys know how I feel about TP. Great game for him, 24-5 and 4, um, but just not enough. Not enough from Ben Cricky. He only had 10 this game. Not enough from, you know, really anyone else. You know, S Sanford is going to get his points. You know, 16 from him, you look at that and say, well, he played pretty well. Not when you're Iowa and you're trying to score, you're trying to outscore everyone if you're Iowa because you know you can't get stops. So if you only have Peyton Sanford with 16 and Cricky with 10, that's not going to get it done to get you to that 90, 95 point mark that they look to be trying to get to every game because they're trying to outscore people. So um, just not enough. Zach Eady, monster game, 30 points, 18 rebounds. Huge game for him. Lance Jones is looking good. Well, I mean, I don't have to talk about Purdue. They look good. They look really good. They're going to be a one seed. They're going to have a legit shot to win the national championship. All right, let's move on. Other games that took place that I don't want to talk even that long about were Ohio State beat Penn State like they should have at home, 79-67. to A little bit of a revenge game for Ohio State. Nebraska keeps winning at home. They've only lost one home game this year which to me is really impressive for this Nebraska team. I think that Purdue is the only one that has, in fact, I know they are, has a better home record than them because Purdue has not lost at home. But I'm not as surprised by that because Purdue is really good. Um, I think Nebraska is good. They're not really good. But to have this record at home be 14-5 and five at this point in the season and beat a really good Northwestern team, 75-69, to 69, um, just... It's really tough to figure Nebraska out because you see a completely different team when they're on the road than when they're at home. You just see a completely different team. It's just really weird to uh, to see that. Another game that uh, I did not talk about because I couldn't remember if I talked about it on Thursday night or not. I don't think that I did, but Wisconsin beat Indiana. This was on Friday, um, so I couldn't have talked about it on Thursday night. This is That would be impossible. On Friday, uh, Wisconsin beat... Uh, Indiana, 91 to 79. I should have put this on my sidebar and I didn't. Max Kleschmidt or Kleschmidt? How do you say it? I'll never get to figure it out. Uh, Max went off in this game. Believe it was 26 points. Yep, I'm looking at it now. 26 points. He went on a run in the second half where he scored 19 points in a row. It was unreal. Dude was making every three that he put up. He was dribble driving. He had a play where in the middle of all of that, not in the middle of it, it was at the end, he pulled up for a three. Somebody jumped out on him, and he just, like, zipped the ball down low. I think it was to Tyler Wall and uh, got the layup there, too. So he was dishing it. He was scoring it. He was getting and ones. He was getting and one three-pointers. Just carried this team, and it's it goes back to what I've said about Wisconsin for the last couple weeks now. Any given night, it could be Wall. It could be Crawl. It could be A.J. Store. It might even be Chucky, Chucky, Chucky Hepburn. One of these days. It might be. I don't know when that day is coming. It might be. It might be Connor Asijin. One of these nights that just lights it up. But on this night, it was Max. 
And uh, he seems to be putting more and more of these games together, a legitimate player in this conference. Uh, they beat Indiana, like I said, 91-79, to 79, just a massive win, and a win that I, I was kind of expecting. Indiana's on the downswing, and uh, Wisconsin, I, I've said this, I know this is going to sound crazy, but I, I do think that both Wisconsin and Purdue can both get one seeds. I really feel like that at this point, because I think that they're... Do I think they're really going to split? I know Purdue's a better team. I get that. But it's going to be tough for Purdue to go win on the road at Wisconsin. It's going to be even tougher for Wisconsin to go win on the road at Purdue. So I think that they could split. If anything, I would lean more, lean more towards Purdue winning both of them. But even if Purdue wins both of them, I don't know who else is beating Wisconsin. So they might finish with three conference losses, maybe two if they get the split. Um... And that's a big deal. That's a big deal. I know that their non-conference schedule wasn't great. Their schedule was pretty great, but they didn't beat a bunch of really great teams. I still feel like they could get a one seed at, I mean, maybe a two, maybe a three, more realistically a two or a three. But uh, I really like Wisconsin. Really like Wisconsin. Talk about them too much. All right. What do we got coming up this week? We have, make sure I talked about everybody. There's the Wisconsin game. I forgot I had it pulled up. Tomorrow, there's three games. You have Ohio State at Nebraska, Wisconsin at Minnesota, and then Michigan's going to go get trounced by Purdue tomorrow night. That's the late game. The last two games, the Wisconsin-Minnesota game and Michigan and Purdue game are both on Peacock, so make sure you're ready for that tomorrow on the cock. Uh, on Wednesday, Maryland is going to Iowa. Man, they need a win. Man, they need a win. This might be a spot they can get one, though. Love Jameer Young. Love love what he's doing. He just needs some help. He just needs some help. Um, late game Wednesday night is Illinois going to Northwestern. That should be a good one. That should be a decent game. We'll see. Last time it was a 30-point blowout, but hey, now we're at Welsh Ryan Arena in Evanston, Illinois. That's a big difference, right? We'll find out. We'll see if the Wildcat fans show up uh, at the late game. Wednesday night. I think that they will. They're back in class now, right? I think that they will. No games on Thursday. Uh, every week on Tuesday is when I do my power rankings. I still have it on my sidebar, uh, but I haven't input all the data yet. I will be doing that either tonight or tomorrow morning, tweeting that out. Twitter, at Casual Big Ten. Make sure you're following, and you'll see that tomorrow morning. Again, that's every Tuesday I do the power rankings and you'll get a lot of other tweets, too. You might even see me tweet about Caitlin Clark flopping, which I was n I never expect a tweet to do well. I usually expect uh, a like, maybe one or two likes. But that one happened to blow up. It's been really crazy, the uh, response, I will say, that I've gotten from some tweets that I just don't think are worthy of getting it. I really don't feel like that. Um, I try to stay connected. That's the whole reason I started the uh, podcast and the Twitter account to begin with. So I do know that some of them are timely and some of them um, might get under people's skin a little bit. Maybe that's why. Maybe I'm rambling about this. But I bring all that up to say that I just crossed over 4,000 followers on Twitter. So I appreciate everybody's support, everybody that's been following along and, uh, you know, responding. And every time you click like or respond or reply, whatever you call it on Twitter, man, I'm getting old. Um, that helps me out just a little bit. So I appreciate you guys doing all of that. We'll be back on Thursday with another episode. Once again, it might be late. 
Thursday. So it might come out on Friday. You guys get how this works, right? I might record it Thursday night, and then you don't hear it till Friday. You guys are picking up on that, right? I think so. Um, be back on Thursday recording another episode, and uh, hopefully my kids will be in school because they've been out of school for about two weeks now due to snow down here in Nashville, which is absolutely ridiculous. Hope you guys have a great week. Hope your teams all win. We will see you guys on Thursday. We will see you all in the future.